Welcome to episode 82 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Union Theological Seminary and suicide. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the Lorax and host of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. That was hard to get out for some reason. I know, it really was, but that's okay. <laughs> we, you know, All of us are here and made it, yep. and uh, doing well. Caleb, uh-huh. I have a problem i need to talk about so which one <laughs> right gosh i was gonna get offended but i'm like that's not wrong um yeah that's all of us <laughs> i have been i've all right mm-hmm. so so the thing i'm trying to do is i'm trying to get connected to other podcasts and get to know each other build right the connections and see who else is on a youtube because our show is on youtube go ahead and subscribe now i normally say it's at the end but hey some people don't make it to the end so go subscribe gospel outpost whatever yeah um so i've been going through a ton of those and so the gospel outpost um google thinks is very very christian which to be fair accurate yeah (laughs) and they've decided that all the ads i need are for pure flicks movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) like all of them back to back oh man what, you don't want to watch... I'm trying to come up with some stereotypical Christian movie name. No, you, it would probably actually be a movie. You don't want to watch Joe's Hallelujah story? What, what, for... It's getting dangerously close to, like, making fun of the Holy Spirit, and I don't want to do that. Right. But, <laughs> but I do want to pick on these movies a little bit, just because they're these, like... They're kind of stereotypical a bit in that... They're everything that you think a Christian movie is. Right. And it got to the point that the um, girl from Full House is in a lot of them. Granted, she's phenomenal. Can- uh, mm-hmm. Candace Bure? Bure? I have no idea. The one who plays DJ? Yeah. Um, she's phenomenal. I follow her on Instagram, too. She's open Christian. She's a great person. She put out her own uh, devotional Bible or something. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, when I... I'm not gonna slam that because hey, there are times that um, they'll they'll on Instagram just read the Bible for multiple stories at a time, and although that kind of stuff annoys me, God bless them for doing it. I'm all about it. I'm mm-hmm. not I mean, that's personal preference. Um, but she's in a lot of these, and I've started to think. Wait, what is she from again? Fuller Full House. House. Fuller House. Well, she's from both. Yeah. She's from Fuller House. What's Full House? What's Full House? I'm just kidding. No. You. All those young people out there. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's the OG no, trust house. Me, I, um, I watch Full House. I'm starting to think, Candace, you're better than these. Because I only think she's done Full House and Hallmark movies, and now I see her on Pure Flix commercials, and I'm like, oh, Candace, you're better than this. Um,. Because they all start off like, in a world where such and such, she was a busy... Di- all right, this is an actual movie. Let's hear it. Oh, she is a busy doctor who who breaks down in a small town and has to pay a speeding fee with community service wow, or something. that's pretty interesting. What a plot line. It just... What, is it, what does it turn into, huh? She falls for the homely guy 
who like I'm right. I don't do no book learning, but I'm sure am. How did that happen? I don't. Uh, at a coffee shop, or she fixed his horse or something. What did they I don't do know. To spend the rest of her life with each other. I didn't watch the movie. I watched the trailer, and it's just like they're. they're I just. I'm not a. Did they fan. have any kids later? <laughs> Probably. Do they go to church? He does, but she doesn't have time for God. God didn't heal them. I'm a doctor. Well, I did it. Sounds like something miraculous needs to happen. <laughs> Which does happen. That happens on a daily basis because God is good. But there's something about watching it with bad acting and just... I don't... I can't. I can't. The, these I trailers can't. hurt my soul. <laughs> like, I just... It's, it's really hard to, to sit through these and think... It's like, is this... Uh, granted, if people make Christian movies, more power to you. I'm all about it. But we Some can, are pretty good. Some of them are good. Some are well done. Some of them are... Be- oh, Camp Mana? That movie is amazing. I just have to say that. Oh, We're yeah. going to watch it at some point. Is it good? No. But is it great? Yes. It's so great. Oh I don't gosh. know why. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just... I need better stories. I don't know. It's just been... Weird. I'm thinking about getting a Pure Flix uh, See, my a subscription thing, just powering through. And I've told you about this multiple times. We've, mm-hmm. I think we've even talked about this on the podcast, I'm sure. Make Christian but, media great again. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That episode is super good. Go listen to it. Absolutely. Go One of my listen favorites. to it. Because um, that's basically about what I'm about to say, which is like right. we need to tell the story of the gospel through stories that mm-hmm. aren't blatantly Christian so right. that we can reach... Right, those people, right, um, the the lost people, because the lost people aren't going to be looking where, sure, where the movies are uh, found. Sure, I, I mean th- these, that sounds these... dumb, but think about C.S. Lewis with Narnia and J.R.R. Tolkien with uh, the Lord of the Rings. I was like, like he's only done one thing, <laughs> but he Hobbit, did it great. Yeah, and those are telling the story of the gospel mm-hmm. through a super freaking awesome epic. And, right, uh, but yeah, and it kind of exposes them to it sure. one little step at a time. Sure, and I mean to Pure Flick's credit, they're targeting Christians. These are movie, the mm-hmm. Christian movies for Christians. I just, Christian I, I don't know. It's kids. it's kind of the yeah. It's it's kind of the whole thing that this isn't actually preparing anybody to understand Christianity in a, a real world context. Mm-hmm. Because when does it work like this? It or or the other thing is uh, there's another that had just. It's it's the theology behind them is good. The heart, I'm sorry, is bad, but the heart is good. But that creates a ton of confusion, as in there's a demon character in a town, and the demon character is just so OP, and so they have to punch the demon. They have to punch the devil mm-hmm. because he's attacking someone, and I'm just like... Like one does. Yeah. <laughs> Every Tuesday, I go I devil that. punching. <laughs> um, like, that. it doesn't prepare anybody for anything, so... Or give good theology, and I think it's important to have good theology. Mm-hmm. But also, I just I need these movies to spend more than a day filming. Yeah, it it feels mm-hmm. as if a mm-hmm. few of them just is like I Can have one day of shooting and make like like two TV shows instead of like right. fifty, and then they'll actually probably be decent. Right. And then that sounds that, so mean. I, I know it sounds mean. Then you can make more TV shows. Which I mean, 
you know, these people are probably proud of the stuff they do, and they should be if they're starting off. Nope, that's way near than I meant it to. <laughs> that is. Can I walk that if back? If you're a beginner film, I just film stream service. I appreciate movies uh-huh. and movies done well that tell an engaging story, and these just aren't them. It's just only original content, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah, like, well, get some. Is it only original? I, Are there other movies uh, on there? I think they tried to. Is this the company that had the problem that they'd take movies and make a censored version to be able to do that? That might not be them. That no, might be someone else. It sound like them. They're too big. Pure Flick? No, I think they did get in trouble for... Or, or there's a company that tried to create family-friendly versions of movies. Right. So, you know, they did Harry Potter and they just said, get a different disc. Because, um, you know... <laughs> So you can no. take that one, throw it in the trash. Yeah, I threw it in the trash for take you. Take that trash bag, tie it up, burn it on fire. It's just their CEO burn going, it's like, <laughs> for two hours, like, yeah. a disappointing gaze, like, no, no, no. Um, no, so this, is, this isn't this is what we're talking about today. I just really, I needed to air the grievances of having to watch some, we're close to 10 Pure Flix trailers, and <laughs> I need... It is funny that you're getting that. It's yeah, so I <laughs> I need to find just like a group of people to just power through this and goof around through them. Yeah. So I may tell you one day we're going to watch a movie, but it, it's like, oh, oh, it's probably going to be Spider-Man. Come over for Spider-Man. But Caleb, it's not going to be Spider-Man. It's, it's going to be, be Candace Bure's Small Town Hope Adventure. I don't know. Gosh. Um, so Caleb. Yes. The news has been going insane. First of all. Uh, they started an impeachment kind of a hearing or trial for mm-hmm. something, and they interviewed someone else. And um, we're not talking about this because it sucks. Uh, but the the go pull up these clips and then play yakety sax in the background, and it'll make yakety more sense. Yakety yak, don't come back. I think so. Yeah, it got buck wild. It got crazy. But we don't yeah. want to talk about that because politics is a dumpster fire and it's only going to get worse for 2020. L- look out, boys. The mm. election's coming. So, and we haven't even figured out the 2016 election. Oh, yay. Is it collusion? <laughs> is it? Is it? That was 2016. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, time, man. Time flies. But there was another when you're story. Having fun. Right when you're. <laughs> uh, there was another story that as I was trying to figure out, gosh. What are we going to talk about? I did. I, I was trying to figure this out. And then I opened Twitter mm. and came across this gem. Why did you do that? Why? This gem. I was trying to find something. And then I came across this gem. Okay. Union Seminary. Oh, boy. Union Seminary in their chapel. Keep in mind, this is a Christian right. seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Allow me to say that again. Christian seminary, I air quoted, uh, for our audio people, Um, they, in their chapel service, they had their students uh, confess their sins to the plants. Um, Bad taste in my mouth. Wait, did I read that right? Hold on. That doesn't make sense. Let me see if I read that right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Confess their sins to the plants Mm -hmm. uh, because of global warming. Do you not do that, Danny? <laughs> I can't say I have. I have, I have apologized to the plant at the door for like slowly killing it. 
Um, but I feel like that's, that's different. That's like joking. That's only... No, I really am sorry. <laughs> I'm so killing it. But I'm like, oh, sorry, plant, you know. Yeah. But uh, they they were they were in prayerful confession to the plants. Um, <sighs> yeah. Here, just... I'll read the tweet. It's not cutting it. Today in chapel, we confess to plants. Now, if I stopped there, I feel like that would be all right. But they go on. Uh, together, <laughs> we held our grief, joy, regret, hope, guilt, and sorrow in prayer, offering them to the beings who sustain us, oh my God. but whose gift we too often fail to honor. What do you confess to the plants in your life? What? Nothing. If the remainder of this podcast is just 40 minutes of dead silence as Caleb and I stare at the computer trying to figure out what this tweet is, y'all would understand, right? Like, are they joking? Is no. Is there some sort of joking no. context on this? No. None. None. This picture, I wish you guys could see it. Let's put it up for, uh, let's put it up in the video I'll put version. the tweet up. I think I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. the tweet up. But, like... I'll embed the tweet. It's, uh, it's pretty... It's pretty awkward. It's pretty buck wild, man. They're, they uh, brought dirt in Why on the stage. Why do they all look like they're like five years old? Uh, what type of seminary is this? I don't know. You know, you see what I mean? They're all like, <laughs> they all look like they're in there like, right? like they're 18. I'm just saying it's like, okay, I don't even know where to start. With this, but uh, Twitter did, and the thing I I appreciate it is that all the uh, Christian blue check marks on Twitter all yeah. seem to answer to this one. It was great, and uh, the comments. Uh, go find this tweet just for the comments. The comments are great because although they're being called out for their theological inaccuracy and fallacy and being accused of paganism, I would say rightfully so. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's many plant-based jokes in there, the plant-based puns that really make the tweet worth reading. And even a few of my heroes got in on it. Um, like the whole staff from the village church got in on it. They were oh like, gosh. Uh, they they all gave comments. Um, yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah. We should I all mean, apologize and offer our guilt and sorrow and prayer to this tweet because it's l- low-hanging fruit. Uh, he's being held against this will. Hold on. Um, uh, well, no. Now they've gotten serious. I guess the Calvinists picked up on this. Um, <laughs> yes, I said it. No, I'm not taking it back. Uh, Jesus spoke to a plant once. Didn't go so well for the plant. Um, you can flesh to plants. Did they make a public statement? Now, the plants actually answered back. Do you want, do you want to know what they said? Hmm. I am Groot. I'm okay. super no, not no, happy no, with that joke. Now you need to leave. Now you need to leave. <laughs> I'm not happy with that joke, but I'm glad I made it. So, okay. The thing about this is... I, do you I don't think, know where to start. Do you think there's any of these students that are like, nah, I'm done. See you later. You know? Yeah, because like... How? I would imagine... How like, can a seminary be this far off? Like, this is... Far off, and a seminary is supposed to be where you're learning about the Bible, not this blatantly <laughs> trouncing on it. Is that a word? Trouncing? Do I think that we should be better stewards of the earth? For sure. Absolutely. Who was on the other side of that argument? I've always said, like, I mean, sometimes should we care for the environment? Yes, we should. Sometimes who was I on am the other the side of that argument? I'm like, this this planet's gonna die eventually, so I mean, I might as well just throw my trash on the gun. No, but 
I don't actually literally, but I'm saying that's the Nyquil <clears throat> talking over here. When it comes to like, mm-hmm. like I know uh, people who are super strict about mm-hmm. like in filmmaking. There's a uh, there's this gaff tape, and mm-hmm. at our company they don't like using a lot of it because it's bad for the environment for some reason. Yeah, no, I mean it's non-renewable, but like I don't understand how like that is so like it's stuff like that where I don't care. But right, like, am I going to recycle? Yes, I do like to recycle. Right, absolutely. Am I going to? I don't know. It's so so. I I found it's not a lot I can do besides recycle. I guess I I do think everyone does need to do their part to take care of 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 the planet. They're doing this basic in in protest of global warming, and I get that. Okay, now I'm not going to go down the rabbit trail of a theological discussion on global warming because I'm not prepared for that and I whatever. Um, however, our job as Christians, even from the beginning, is to steward the earth as a gift out of God that gave us to to be in charge of. And in some context, yes. we've really screwed that up. And I appreciate that. Not appreciate that. I I, I appreciate the. Um, oh, that was. Good. I I, that I was appreciate I the mentality of. We need shut up. <laughs> we need to be good yeah, stewards of the earth. Around, yeah. I 100% agree. Right. With anything we have. Right. Now, the other aspect is I don't think the the uh, the argument on the political end is the same argument cuz yeah, yeah. the the right. The liberal side tends to be saying, "No, it's important to do this." And I don't think the conservatives are in disagreement there. I think they're kind of balking at the $62 trillion price tag that's just a backdoor tax on everything we do. Right. And I think that's the problem. And until they can understand that's the conversation, they're not going to make any progress. But for us to confess to plants who, quote, are the ones who sustain us, well, that I would say is theologically poor because it's not, go- it, it's not plants that do that. God does that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> This I feel as so if this gross. is basic theology that plants don't really sustain us. It's God who does. Now, granted, God gives us plants to eat in order to consume energy from that, mm-hmm. but it's God who is our s- sustainer. And um, just a bit of background on the school that I found that was pretty interesting is that uh, Diedrich Bonhoeffer, 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 yes. I keep trying to pronounce his name different every time. Bonhoeffer, Bonhoeffer. is, is uh, one thing I said. Um, Bonhoeffer. At, at a point, because he was um, Bono. a professor something, a postgraduate teaching f- f- fellow at the seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as, as the Nazis started to take over Germany, he escaped to come to, to, the, uh, uh, to the school. Why the and, school? Well, because he was teaching there, and it was oh, a safe oh, place oh, yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, and then he got there and saw that liberal Christianity and Christian theology, uh, sorry, liberal Christian theology had taken over and mm-hmm. the students didn't know anything about anything. So he went back to Germany to just deal with the Nazis head on. Now, I, found, I find this funny for a couple of reasons, or just one main reason. Uh huh. Nazis, liberal theology. <laughs> Yeah. Nazis. 
Good liberal theology, theology is important so much so that he wanted to risk his life. Right. <laughs> I think, but as much of a joke as that is, that is the story of Christianity that this thing is so powerful and good that I'd risk dying for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to understand the true God is something that as people get there, they are willing to die for it. Yeah. Um, I just, I just thought that was funny. If he knew this, I, a person had commented and said, <laughs> if, if Bonhoeffer knew this was going on, he'd be so upset. And I don't know, just based on the history, I think he'd be like, nope, same stuff, different day. Yeah. Um, so, so, but instead of just a dunking on the school, which is, I would love to just spend all the time doing that, to be fully honest. I am curious, though, because, like, mm-hmm. I know, because I was looking into seminary, that typically you have to have your bachelor's to be able to be qualified to get into seminary, right? Broad strokes, it, yes. Yes, broad yes. strokes, yeah. Broad strokes. But... That picture is literally. I mean, like they look young. They look um, real young. They might have Surely an undergraduate have program. An already... I I honestly didn't check. They might Ugh. have an undergraduate program. That's what's kind of sad about it. Is like, I mean, I guess it probably would have been even more sad if it was a bunch of like thirty or like twenty six year olds. But you know, I mean, I don't know why I went that high with age. But yeah, <laughs> I mean they. It is. Uh, it's very interesting, though. Well, they they've taken a bunch of things and conflated them, and then cut out God. That's the whole problem yeah. in this: is that God isn't necessary for this, um, because okay, we have done some pretty jacked up things to the planet. I don't think anybody can actually deny that. I there is something to be stated about there are problems that are based in a mankind dumping oil all over the place. There's problems in that. Yeah. We, we don't agree on the answer, but I still say there are problems. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Just masters and doctorates. Wow, those guys were young. Um, but, I mean, the, the other aspect is we are to steward creation, not to confess to it. Yeah. And it takes the idea of confession. Your your money for uh, spending it too much. And you don't. Do we? Should we though? No. We should should not. we confess <laughs> to our money? Take out your wallet, everyone. Everyone, open your wallet. I want you to pray to your to pray to your wallet. Tell them how sorry you are that you bought all those clothes. And now you only have five dollars in your bank account for another week until your next paycheck. I spend mine on um, a predominant amount of pizza, and that's the main problem and why I'm trying to jog more. No, this is a setup for a joke that I'm really not proud of. And uh, I've just I've been trying to live by the biblical command to give to Little Caesars what's Little Caesars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I will apologize to Little Caesars. Little no. Caesars isn't even good. All right, I know. It's not, that- but I love it. It's but so bad. <laughs> the the other aspect I wanted to It's very bad. <laughs> we've been dunking on them for like fifteen minutes. This is great. Um the other thing I I was I, I do think is important is 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 the need for confession. Yeah. Because that is is a biblical thing. And there are two things from a biblical or sorry, two people we are to confess to from a biblical standpoint. Yeah. One of them is God, because that makes sense. Right? Like, I, I'm not a crazy person for saying that. I don't need a whole bunch of explanation for that. Bring the stuff that you have to God. I would say that's the main one. Right. Because if God anyone, already knows. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I would say it. it delights him for you to come to him with that right. stuff. I mean, that's right. That's what he wants. Absolutely, he's for trying us to talk to him and uh-huh. tell him about all the crap in our life. Right, because I mean, that's all I have is the thing I have, and if I'm coming to God bare, then that's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. purest me I can give and say, God, I don't know, this is all I got, and I'm trying to be better, and I can't because I need you. Yeah. Wonderful confession. And by bringing it to God, he is faithful and just to wipe it away and f- f- forgive us of all un- un- or of, of, of all of our garbage and all of our stuff. The other person in James 5, it says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray f- for one another that mm-hmm. you may be healed. Yeah. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working and and i think this is the thing that tends to scare us is having to say to another person um hey i need to confess my sins um because that's the point that christianity stops being a thought exercise and starts being a practicality of oh this is happening yeah i mean this is the filth of all i have and here it is um yeah that's what we talked about Last night at a student, a certain mm-hmm. student at 1122, and that was something that was super good as they were talking about yeah. how we need to find someone who we can connect with on that right. soul level because that's no longer right. just, you know, that surface relationship with right. our friends. That is going down to what is what is coming up out of our soul that we need to change mm-hmm. to become more like Christ. Right. Um, and obviously not because that – that's what gets salvation. I feel like I need to say that, but because right. it's just what we should want it, to do. It, it's the outpouring of our faith is doing right. that. It, it, if I know God to be thing, the, 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 the thing I know God is, then part of the outpouring is that I, I, I confess this stuff to another person. Yeah. Um, I know a few groups of people that that is a big part of the discipleship process is mm-hmm. that they have to talk about the stuff they do. Um, because anything that is is being uh, buried, then that's probably the thing that's going to kill a person. Yeah, I know a, a, a few pastors have even talked about um, uh, uh, thinking through if one thing's going to take them down, what's that thing, and tell another person yeah. that thing. Mm-hmm. Because if it's a and 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 it isn't about just opening up our 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 garbage to people, but it's about being able to protect and to to find actual kind of connection together in order right. to heal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole point of James is that is in order that we may be healed. Yeah. If I'm bringing it out there, I'm, I'm able to, to be healed. If I'm going to a doctor, I'm able to be treated. If I'm, if I'm just trying to hide it, they're like, I'm not sick. I don't need a doctor. Well, then you're probably not going to get that healing. If I break an arm and they go like, it's probably fine. Everything is great. Another glorious day in the kingdom of heaven. Hooray. Every day with Jesus right. is sweeter than the next. I still have a broken arm and I'm not dealing and that, with it. And people probably thing know. Is, is like, and I know I do this. I do this all the time. That's why I'm kind of bringing it up. Is like mm-hmm. saying that you and God are dealing with it right. is, I mean, sometimes true. Yes. Right. Um, but I, Except I God very that clearly says, biblical. go tell someone. Yeah, go yeah. tell someone else because right. God 
Yeah, we need to bring that to him first, I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. But if it's just you and God, supposedly, you saying that, um, like I, I'll do that all the time, and I won't even tell people. Like I'll be going through something, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, God, it's just you and me. I don't, you mm-hmm. know, because I don't want to tell anyone. Right. Which is obviously not a good sign, because I should tell someone about it. That's why the Bible directs us to do that, because having a community there for us right. to uh, to help keep us accountable to. And not only confess, but the other big part of it is repentance, to run mm-hmm. in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's honestly, it's mm-hmm. impossible without a fellow Christian beside Absolutely. you. Um, and even and take, it's not that God can't do that. It's right. not that God can't take it away from you. And I, I think he does do that through mm-hmm. specific scenarios. But, like, you should always, you know, no matter what, do what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even go back to to creation. You know, God, you know, days one through five, at the end of it, God goes, and it was good. Mm -hmm. Day six, he creates a man, and the first thing he says is, it's not good that man is alone. And and all it is is him and Adam. It's just me and God. That I mean, that is the only time that yep. it's been just me and God. Uh, there was no other option for Adam at that point. In in that, God still said it's not good that man is alone. So this whole mm-hmm. idea that it's just me and God and everything's great is complete fabricated bull honky. I caught it. We're good. Um, <laughs> it's it it. It's a complete f- fabrication and goes against everything Scripture has said because right. it's only until there's another person there that God goes, and it was very good. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think that just is in a marriage context, although that tends to be the place all the marriage yeah, preachers I mean, I would go. Say like, it's both. oh, man, it was super good because then they got it on, yeehaw, you know, or something like that. I think that's double um, meaning because, I mean, I think yeah, that it was obviously man is not meant to be alone, but right. also man needs a woman to keep him straight. Right. <laughs> It's just true. Right. But um, that was, I mean, that was yeah. the whole thing is it was just Adam and God and it was not good. Mm-hmm. And I think people gloss over that a ton. And it's important to have that community, that kind of m- mutual accountability to hold each other up um, and, and to pursue God together. I think that's the big point. Yeah. And it, it, it can be dangerous to close people out. And there's a ton of that going around. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of of closing people out, um, this was hard. Uh, Another thing that did occur is uh, Pastor Jared Wilson of Harvest something or other, um, he he had founded uh, a ministry called Anthem of Hope, a ministry aimed at helping those that had depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. Well, Mm -hmm. um, on... September 10th, after having been very open about the struggles that he's had on on depression and anxiety, um, he took his own life on September 10th. Um, Mm -hmm. And this, it was kind of a thing that um, caught people off guard and didn't catch them off guard at all. Um, Mm -hmm. It just watching all the people work through this uh i know a, a doctor more of of uh, 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 of the southern baptist churches he said 
it was hard to process because he was supposed to have a meeting uh, to talk to Jared and Anthem of Hope in three days. And now that he doesn't really know how to do that now. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, they're good friends. They talk. They did that kind of stuff. But um, part of it came, it came after because he had just gotten out of a funeral where a person had taken their own life and that kind of stirred up some thoughts in him that I just became too much to handle, I think. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, this, it, it, it was a tragedy mm, yeah. um, because he struggled for a, l- a long amount of time and had a high pressure job um, and, and had been open about his struggles and it just became a, a weight too heavy to bear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to clear up some things about, committing suicide um you know first and foremost if anybody's having those kinds of thoughts depression anything don't think it's a stupid i'm not going to tell anybody go talk to somebody talk to a pastor talk to a counselor talk to a friend but a, a, a good friend don't listen all of us know the friend to not talk to like you know like oh just don't like okay thanks scooter um yeah like thanks Very for that helpful. um but i i i don't know is this a thing that you had growing up that i was always taught not taught it it was just kind of a thing that had been stated so many times people just thought it was true that committing suicide is the unpardonable sin oh you know yeah for yeah. sure i was taught that yeah i wasn't taught that but that was kind yeah. of just like the unspoken thing right it's like no it's suicide but, no it's not yeah it's like it's just not true. Right. I exactly. Mean, like, Jesus died for all of our sins. Right. And just because the last thing we do is sin um, doesn't mean that that is what gets to define us. Right. Um, right. That's like age-old Catholic theology. Of... And even, even like, I hear, I mean, I've, I've heard the people talking about, like, selfishness and... Mm-hmm. The reasons that they did it, which I do want to make the argument of, like, you don't know specifically what that person was going through. You don't right. know what made them do that decision at that moment. Um, and right. everyone tries to come up with an answer when right. really it doesn't need an answer because sure. we won't ever know. Um, right. But, like, people will always go on the side of, like, oh, it was, that was a selfish thing to do. That person had a family to look after. They had a, a wife. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, and then that's that's kind of what defines them in that mm-hmm. person's mind. Right. Is that, oh, they're a selfish person because they committed suicide, which is wrong. Because, like, I, I just hate the fact that just because that is the last thing they did, right? that is what defines people. Sure. Um, and that's kind of annoying mm-hmm. to me. I think, and and I don't agree on this as as a mentality, and I'm going to make this very clear. Um, sometimes I've I've read through a couple case studies that people are doing this because a they're in constant pain all the time, or or in in emotional torment all the time, and they feel it, it'd be better f- for their wife and kids if they aren't there. Mm-hmm. With that said, that mindset is wrong. Yeah, and. And that isn't a rational thought or God. That is the devil mm-hmm. trying to stir a person up to do a thing that they can't undo. Right. Um, it that I'm 
I'm trying to be clear on that, but also understand that this is the perspective they hold that to them, this is the only alternative out. And granted, I do not agree. There are other things. I just think we have to be careful the way people talk about this and view people that do this. Yeah. Because there are other people who struggle through this every day scared to talk about it. Yeah. And and that becomes a huge problem if a person is bottling all this up because they don't feel as if they can go and, and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared was open about his stuff. Yeah. And 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 had a high pressure job. It was a big church. It was high pressure. He was doing a ton. And that may not have been the smartest choices, but still the man gave it everything he had and I'm I'm trying to honor that. Mm-hmm. Um oh, for sure. Because he did I mean even st- starting Anthem of Hope, he understood the pain and the hell that people go through there and wanted to do everything that Jared could in order to stop people on getting to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. This is yeah. I mean, it's this super... one got to me a bit. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I I didn't follow the uh, this guy a ton, but it got to me just because I'm tired of watching pastors kind of flame out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know? I think it's super super sad, but like, I don't know. I mean, there's. There's so much surrounding mm-hmm. everything, just like suicide, that it's just, I don't know, it is, it is hard to comprehend and talk about, like, especially someone who doesn't go through depression or suicidal thoughts. Right. And I think, I mean, it's also important to note that, like, I mean, suicidal thoughts and, like, depression, that is a medical issue. And I know a right. lot of people who are right. like, oh, you just need to... uh I mean, I think you might have brought this up. You just need to believe in Jesus a little bit more. And it's like, I have if no doubt your that... your answer to I a complex no problem that... starts off by saying just, just keep it to yourself. I mean... Yeah. Because, like, I have no doubt that Jared was... He was a follower of Jesus. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. I have no... Zero doubts. And and it's not that Jesus can't heal, and it's not that mm-hmm. Jesus can't, mm-hmm. can't deliver us from that. But it's mm-hmm. also, I mean, like... We don't always see, I mean, God chooses to do his own things mm-hmm. for his own reasons, and I choose to trust him with that. Obviously, right. it's hard at points, but, I mean, you just like cancer is an illness. Sometimes God doesn't choose to, li- to deliver people from cancer mm-hmm. um, and all this different stuff. Yeah. But it is important to note that depression is a medical issue, mm-hmm. and I know multiple people where... right. All you can really do is just pray that, you know, for right. healing. Like, it is I think, it is a um, healing thing. It's not their... Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think this is... In, and this is a good path to a point I, I was actually thinking through on this, is that um, we... I've watched people get angry at people that are depressed and have anxiety and all this. And, and I'm, I'm going to be fair... Um, it does come out of a good place. It it comes out of a good intention that they're tired of 
watching a person be in pain and feel mm-hmm. as if they can't do anything about it. So they just get angry at them because it's just like, just stop, please. It's, it's, it's a plead. It isn't anger. It's, yeah. it's, it's a mm-hmm. plead. However, it's, it's not helpful. Um, because this is the point that to, to extend the grace of God to people becomes, um, an expense. It's, it's a cost. It's an expenditure. It's, it is it is the giving up of the self in order to care over a person because paths out of this aren't easy. Right. They're painful. They're long and hard. Mm. There's good days and there's bad days and there's plenty of bad days. And during those bad days, they need a person to be there. I mean, even if it's just to be there or to cry on or any of that, they need to have that because part of this is feeling as if there isn't any other path or anybody that cares about them. And this is hard because it's not going to come at a good time for anybody. And and this is that point, though, that as, as Christ gave himself up as an offering on our behalf, this is a time we can do that to another person. Yeah. Because it's going to be a cost. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be painful. It's mm-hmm. going to cost everything to do. And in the end, it's going to save a person. Mm-hmm. So don't get angry at people. I don't know. I'm just I'm getting all jazzed up. Sorry. Yeah, um, I mean, and it is it is an important thing to know. Like that is sometimes what can fuel them even more because, mm-hmm. like you were saying, because people feel like they're a burden on people. Right. They feel like that, and and you right. getting upset about it, and it kind of like strengthens that feeling t- towards right. them. Right. Like. Because they wish they could just stop. Right. They're trying. They want yeah. to stop. They hate this as much as we do. I mean, yeah. it, but, but I think it's important. They're not a burden. They're people created mm-hmm. in the image of God that they have a struggle that they're honest about. And it's. I think the best thing we can do is just to tell people Smother we love them. them in grace and love. Like, that's why Jesus told us to love people. Because right. simply, like, just telling someone... I love you, and I want mm-hmm. you around, and you are important to mm-hmm. me. Like, that is, that is the words that I would mm-hmm. say would probably help. Yeah. Um, from what I've experienced, I've uh, experiences I've had with mm-hmm. stuff like that, and, and and then to be willing to be there during the the darkest part that they're going through. Yeah. You know, that's the time they need people the most is in that, and just being a person that they can call. And just freak out. Mm-hmm. You know that is is in, instead of a burden, it's an honor. Um, I actually I had to think through this. Uh, I I got really challenged on this on kind of another topic that I had a few people they only called in crisis, and then every other time they um, I mean not depression or anything else, but just as they needed something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that bothered me because I thought it was a friendship. It was a very one-sided thing and then i was going through some article or something and they said okay think about it closer to this that these people who do this when the times are tough they come to the to the person they know is going to be able to come through for them Mm -hmm. and that as annoying as it could be at first right is such an honor and a privilege to have the uh, that kind of status in a person's mind that Mm -hmm. they that that this is the the person that can handle the garbage um and and that they feel comfortable opening up the garbage to that is an honor 
to be able to minister to a person in that context. It's not a burden, it's an honor. Right. And to be able to stand by a person and just dump grace on them. Mm-hmm. And, and I think until all of us get to the point of understanding that, hey, if a person needs this, I need to give up of myself in order to aid them, then then this problem of uh, is 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 going to get worse overall. I mean, our culture is, especially American culture, is in a dangerous place of feeling very isolated and on our own, and people mm-hmm. are r- 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 reaching out for help, and none of us are really sure how to do that. And and the biggest part is just the ministry of presence. I mean, phones are killing us, and it's like no one cares. Yeah. I mean, and it just to know that if you are that person to, mm-hmm. for someone, it's going to get scary at times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's messy. I, like, I mean, just get real with you guys. Like, I had a friend. I mean, I have a friend. He's still my mm-hmm. friend. But, like, just call him, like, the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, like, sobbing. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he was about to do it. And, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing you can do but, like... Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was, like, sobbing with him, just, like, pleading. Right. And there's not a lot you can do, and it's right. terrifying. Like, I remember going to back to sleep that night and just, like, trembling. Because, yeah. like, you didn't know whether or not, when you wake up in the morning, if they're still going to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it is a scary, I mean, it's a scary mm-hmm. thing. And I know you've probably had experiences with that, too. But, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, a few. <laughs> if you um, have those, like, if you put yourself in that spot for people like that it's going to Mm -hmm. get it's going to get messy and absolutely be prepared to i mean but that's love no matter what that's the gospel is christ came down in the messy of everything and 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 got his hands in there in order to save us i mean that's the gospel that's the core of the gospel that all and, and all of us are to be christ to the people who and need it in that opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of things on this, just based on the experience I have, is um, w- if if it's if it's a kid, you got to get an adult involved. Period. That's just how that goes. Oh, yeah. Um, that yeah, burn bridges to make that happen. They, I've I I I have told a couple people, even if you hate me, you are going to be here to hate me, and I'm okay with that. Um, which sounds messed up, but it's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I give them an opportunity to talk, love them, uh, quote unquote, debate them on an emotional case, uh, not on a factual case. This isn't facts. They're not dealing in facts. And yeah. then I, I was always positive to plan a thing a few days out, um, to, to call them the next day and check up, and then mm-hmm. also take them out to have ice cream two or three days out. Because if if a person, if they have a thing two or three days out, it's something to hope for. Mm-hmm. And it gives them, I mean, even if it's ice cream, it's it's hope of ice cream. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, it's a thing. It, it gives them a thing to keep going. Um, and, and don't, can't, do not cancel on that yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> i cannot stress that enough someone in y- your immediate family needs to die in order to cancel on that and still call them yeah uh, until them's like oh i forgot i had a dental appointment well guess what skipper you're not going to the dental appointment that day you're yeah. going to the ice cream store 
Um, yeah. So, so oh, for sure. Yeah. Those are just a few things I've, I've, I've gone through. There's is get people in on the process, give them the tools they need, give them names of counselors. I, I, as a student pastor, I had that in the back pocket at all times. Like, Hey, call this guy, set up an appointment. He's really good and cheap. So like, perfect. You, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and then just pray with them, pray over them, pray for them. And keep praying. You're yep. going to lose sleep some nights and that needs to be okay. Yep. Yeah. It sounds really cold saying that, but I don't care. Yeah. I mean, and if you <laughs> like, are really someone who is going through that stuff, I know we're kind of talking to people to help people like that. But right. Like, obviously, man, I mean, know that you're not a burden. I mean, yeah. I'm you're sure not you a burden. You're not alone. A million times, but you might have not. So it's mm-hmm. worth saying. Uh, yeah, you're not a burden. You're not, not a burden. Alone. You are loved, not by just, I can tell mm-hmm. you, me. I mean, me and Danny don't know all of our audience, but like... We still love you. <laughs> we love you, yeah. And uh, more importantly... Not in that fake YouTube way. We actually do care about <laughs> yeah. people made in the image of God. And more importantly, God loves you. And um, I mean, it's just, I don't think we could emphasize that enough. No, yeah. I mean, find someone, tell them... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Talk to people about stuff. I mean, if if there's something to sum up everything, this whole podcast is talk to people about your stuff. Be open about it and be willing to have an, another person be open about their stuff too. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to like just being being open, like we were talking about last night on the soul on the soul level, like mm-hmm. David and Jonathan, like their friendship is what. Their we should all baller. I we love should, that thing. Like, I can't remember. It was like First Samuel chapter eighteen, um, where it's basically them intro- being introduced to each other, and Jonathan's talking about how he mm-hmm. loves David li- like he loves his own soul, like right. on that soul level. Right. And it's not something that like. And that stepbrothers? Did we just become best friends? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> They were they were brothers, and to the point where he protected him from his own father. Right. Um, to that was gonna kill him. So I mean, like, hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, no big deal, or nothing. But how fast can you run? Can you start now? Like, really get going. He's got spears and real, yeah. real. If he throws the left arm, completely useless. But he's the right arm. It's yeah. Bear. But we need to find people on that yeah. on that level, and it doesn't. I I mean, sometimes it happens immediately, and you, I would say mm-hmm. like we just connect. But like both sides, like whether you're dealing with those. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just for everyone. Fine. Yeah. If you don't have someone, I mean, Danny, I would say is definitely my person for for uh, when it comes to stuff on the soul level on stuff I'm dealing with we, and we have both definitely cried in front of each other multiple times <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, me more than you but that says <laughs> that doesn't say anything about you but it definitely says something about me <laughs> and uh, try uh, and get multiple people I mean yeah. like it's but yeah well, alright but you people. did pretty good I'm just, uh, uh, Wow, no, yeah, find multiple people <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a cord of three strands is not easily broken Yes. It's in the Bible somewhere. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> no, but I mean, for people struggling, though, talk to a pastor, talk to a counselor, talk to a friend. Find that connection that Caleb's talking about um, and keep going. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Don't ever, ever give up because 
God ain't done and we ain't either. Yeah. I wish there was a more theologically deep Amen. thing to say, but that's really... <laughs> yeah. God ain't done yet. Yep. Oh. Wow, that was... Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. I knew it was going to do this. I just heavy, really wanted heavy, to talk heavy. about it. Um, Caleb. Uh, yes. So sometimes people have questions about either the Bible relationships or life, and sometimes uh-huh. you and I are vastly underqualified to answer them, but give it a stab anyway. Yeah. If they w- w- wanted to ask us a question, where's a good place they could go? Um, You could go... I'm trying to think of all the different options, hmm. but hmm, hmm. I would say the best one is gospeloutpost.com slash nobody special. Boom. Go to the bottom of the page. You can... Even you can ask questions, and you can even say hello if you just want to say hello to us. Hey, um, those make our day. It, it does. I'm, I'm yeah. going in to check and see if we've missed any. Keep talking. And <laughs> you can uh, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast, and you can DM us there or what's the Facebook version? Message. PM us. Private message. Prime Minister us your questions. <laughs> can Prime Minister us? Prime Minister your questions. Um, but yeah, because we love to hear from you, and I know that you're out there, and you're like, hmm, I really want to ask a question. I don't care how dumb it is. I don't even care if you just want to say hi. Like, there are just, no, no. Just H-I. There are no dumb questions. What was the name yeah, of our podcast episode? I don't know. There's no dumb questions. Yeah, there aren't any dumb questions. It's true. I mean, I mean well, like, no, I ask a few, but that's different. <laughs> Specifically, Dan. <laughs> what, yeah, no, I did ask a dumb one to someone. I here. Can I pull it up? I was gonna save oh it for gosh. next episode, but whatever. We're talking about it now. I asked dumb questions. questions. Yeah. Warning, stupid question. This is an actual text I sent someone, and then we'll wrap it up. A warning, stupid question. What's the shoe brand that the logo appears to be a cross between a puma and a kangaroo? Puma and a kangaroo. Um. Puma? No, Brooks. I now, have no idea what that is. It's neither of those things, and I apologize to the person <laughs> I sent that to. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there are no dumb questions, but if there are, I'll find them. And uh, we will answer them. Yes, but please ask them anyway. Yeah. So. Um. But. Yeah, also check us out on uh, YouTube. Go ahead and give oh, that yeah. a subscribe, YouTube. a thumbs up, a share, a ring the bell. We bookmark in your browser traction so hello to um, our new subscribers comment kind of cool on someone's stuff tell them nobody special sent you that would yeah. be a really confusing sentence nobody special sent me and they'd be like oh neat hmm. we did yeah. not think this through <laughs> 82 episodes in the books and we didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah change the name of the show <laughs> no we're not um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. No, really, nobody special sent me. Nobody special sent me. You don't want to know. Yeah, nobody special. (laughs) Yeah, we. (laughs) But yeah, um, but I think that is gonna do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Mm -hmm. We really do appreciate all our fans and all the all the sharing, the five starring, and the comments. Thank you for the person who did that on iTunes. Appreciate it. So, but that's gonna do it for us today. I'm Danny, and I'm Caleb, and we are nobody Nobody special. special.